Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 276. Fire. 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 Your daily dose of inspiration, encouragement, and energy from the most successful entrepreneurs in the world. Prepare to ignite now. This is Entrepreneur on Fire with John Lee Dumas. Entrepreneur on Fire. Heyo, Fire Nation. LegalZoom is the go-to provider of affordable legal protection. Just ask one of the three dozen companies on the Inc. 500 list. Go to LegalZoom.com to find the service that's right for you. Enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout. Fire Nation, whether your business needs a logo, web, apparel, or mobile app design, 99designs has you covered. Visit 99designs.com slash fire to be connected with thousands of designers who are ready to work on your next project right now. That's 99designs.com slash fire. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Billy Murphy. Billy, are you prepared to ignite? Yes, ready to go. (laughs) All right. Billy is a former professional poker player who launched Blue Fire Poker, a poker training site way back in 2009. In 2011, he started launching and acquiring e-commerce stores. He's now launching an e-commerce training site to help people who want to own their own store. He also blogs at foreverjobless.com. I've given Fire Nation just a little overview, Billy, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you. And then give us an overview of your business. The last couple of years, I've gotten into more more into the e-commerce stuff. Before that, I was playing poker professionally pretty much right after college. Um, had a job for a little bit, left to play poker, uh, saw a need in the poker market, launched a poker training company, and you know, basically got, uh, it was pretty passive um, at that point, so launched um, a bunch of e-commerce stores and you know, now I've realized that a lot of the same needs in the e-commerce space um, are in the e-commerce space that we're in the poker space. So um, basically, we're we're trying to launch something that uh, helps all the people at e-commerce stores and struggle to get to get traffic, to, to get conversions, um, uh, anything to do with you know working with suppliers and finding new products to sell and that type of stuff. So um, that's kind of where we're at now. And then the blog uh, Forever Jobless. Um, a little bit inactive. I'm trying to do better at, at, at posting stuff there, but uh, yeah, I just kind of document, you know, a lot of the, the lessons I've learned being in business and uh, just, you know, case studies and just ideas and different theories on how to make money. Well, we're definitely going to delve more into all of that later, Billy. But before we do, we love starting Entrepreneur on Fire off with a success quote. It gets that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. Yeah, I guess the one quote um, that I like to try and live by is, uh, instead of wondering when your next vacation is, maybe you ought to set up a life you don't need to escape from. Um, I'm pretty sure it's from Seth Godin. Um, and I think it's really important. I think a lot of people get caught in the trap of just kind of you know, living day to day and not really thinking about uh, you know, how they're living their life. And they're kind of just waiting for their next break and you know, their couple weeks vacation if they have a job or even if they're an entrepreneur, they're just kind of grinding away and not really focusing on being happy and living life. And uh, so I try to try not to get caught in the trap of just uh, working all the time or doing things I don't enjoy. And it's tough. I think everybody gets caught in the trap uh, once in a while. Well, give us a recent real life example of how you applied this mentality, Billy. Probably the last year or so, I haven't done as much traveling as I wanted to do. Um, 
And so I guess just in the last month, I've probably booked three or four different trips, um, you know, going to Portland, going to Vegas, going to uh, planning going to Brazil, um, Argentina, um, going to climb some mountain in, uh, I think, Wyoming. Wow. So uh, very cool. Yeah, just just trying to get more, uh, do a lot more of the stuff that, that, you know, I became an entrepreneur to be able to kind of live a life like that. So, uh, I didn't do it as much as I wanted to the last year or so. So I've kind of changed it up a lot the last month. Good for you, Billy. And is that Portland, Oregon trip for world domination summit? Yes, it is. Yep. All right. Well, by the time this interview goes live, it will already be passed, but hopefully we will have shaken hands at world domination summit, which I am also going to July 5th, awesome. 6th, 7th. Awesome. That's good to hear. Yeah. Cool stuff. So Billy, let's move forward because Entrepreneur on Fire is about the journey of an entrepreneur, and you're our spotlighted guest today, so we're going to focus on your journey. Take us back to a time when you failed, or when you faced a massive challenge or an obstacle that you had to overcome, and how did you overcome that? Yeah, I'd say the biggest thing that, I don't know if it was a specific time, because I think it happened probably many times to me, but um, I'd look into a business opportunity you know, spend a lot of time researching and doing due diligence. And, um, a lot of times I would, you know, get either get bored, um, or just, you know, kind of frustrated with it because I wasn't in it for the right reasons. Um, I was basically chasing money. So, you know, my biggest takeaway from that was, you know, don't chase money. Um, a a lot of things that, you know, can potentially make a lot of money just aren't interesting to me. Um, and I found that if I was doing things just to try and make money, you know, you burn out. I mean, you just don't want to work on it. Um, so I find the biggest thing is, you know, if I can solve problems for people and, and I enjoy, you know, those different things, those, those different spaces that they might be in, um, I'll have a lot more fun. And the chance that it's successful is a lot, a lot higher because I'm actually enjoying it. I actually want to help people. And, um, you know, if you, if you just solve problems for people, you'll basically make as much money as the problems are big. Um, so, the, you know, I think a lot of people get caught in the trap of chasing money just for the money. And it's, it's not the right way to go. It should be the opposite. So Billy, tell us a story about when you did that. Entrepreneur on Fire is about your story, your life experiences. We want to see how you chased the money and failed and realized and learned and pivoted. Tell all. Sure. Yeah. Um, I guess the most recent specific example would be, I guess this was probably a year ago, year, year and a half ago. Um, I was looking into all sorts of, uh, of lead gen niches. Um, basically just, uh, anything and everything that, you know, I thought could make a potential, uh, nice potential profit. I was breaking down, just calculating out different, uh, uh, equations for how much I thought each niche would make. Um, and, you know, contacting different, uh, people in the space, you know, trying to work out partnerships, um, looking into how it acquire the traffic and all this. And, and, you know, just, I don't know how many months in it was, but, I was just like, man, this stuff is boring. Um, I don't really want to do this. None of, none of the niches that, that I'm in are exciting. Um, it's just, you know, I don't want to go, you know, I don't want to be like a, uh, to give you a specific example, like, uh, you know, setting up a business to, for, you know, uh, pool repair, or pool demolition or whatever it may be. Um, I didn't, you know, I would not enjoy that at all. And so, you know, even though I wouldn't be running the day to day of it, it's hard to get excited and, and stay excited and, um, you know, really get behind the marketing and grow something if, if you're just not into it at all. And so, um, so I've learned that 
I needed to I needed to stop doing that. So I just basically stopped all uh, all research for that stuff. There was actually some good niches we found, um, but it was just just didn't want to do it. So just for the listeners, what would you say the best niche that you found that you did not pursue was? I'd say one really good one was uh, wedding photography. I Ooh. think there's a lot of flaws in that market. Um, we were actually trying to negotiate for the the uh, couple of the main domains, like I think weddingphotography.com, weddingphotographers.com, uh, some of those, and and uh, just ended up, you know, even in negotiations, it was that part was exciting, you know, trying to you know trying to acquire a big domain like that, um, but the rest of it just got really boring. But yeah, that's a niche if somebody really wanted to do lead gen or, or really liked wedding photography, um, someone could make a substantial amount of money in that space. Wow, I'll have to talk to my friend Caleb Wojcik of Think Traffic as his wife is huge into that and they probably have all the resources and knowledge to make it happen. Yeah, definitely go for it. There's a, there's a ton <laughs> of gaps in that market. So Billy, let's just pull out one clear lesson you learned from these challenges, these failures that you encounter time and time again. Yeah, I guess the biggest one is, is just not chasing the money. I, I guess that's the biggest thing. I'd say, you know, I guess to compound on that, um, if you're ever finding yourself not excited about something, just it's better to stop earlier. Uh, it's not going to get more exciting. If it's in the beginning, it's probably the most exciting it's going to be. So uh, if you're bored the first weekend, stop immediately. <laughs> yeah, it's so true. Because listen, Fire Nation, I mean, this is your life. This is your journey. You really need to know, do I resonate with this? Is this my authentic self? Because this is where you're going to be pouring your blood, sweat, and tears into. This is your entrepreneurial task. I mean, it's 12, 14, 16 hour days at times. Do you want to be doing that? And that's going to be the determiner as to whether or not you persevere. And that perseverance is so huge. Can you make it through those bumps and those hard times? And it's a lot easier to do that when you actually enjoy something and are passionate about it. So Billy, let's move forward now because just like we fail and we have challenges as entrepreneurs, we also have these great aha moments or these light bulbs that come on and we say, wow, this is something that I am passionate about. This is exciting to me. So share with Fire Nation one of those moments that you had and how'd you turn that moment into success? I don't know if this was an aha moment, but more of, you know, that happened at, at one point, but just kind of happened over time. It was many aha moments on top of each other. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of, uh, it's from my poker background, um, that, you know, learning the business world, uh, kind of worked the same way and no one was applying the concepts the same is that you can essentially calculate every decision, um, with very simple math and it helps, it helps you decide which way to go. And so whether that's, you know, if you had two businesses you were starting and you didn't know two businesses you're thinking about starting and didn't know which one to pick, um, if your goal was to make the most money, it's actually very, very easy to calculate. Um, and a lot of people don't understand how simple it is to calculate the math on, on some of this stuff. Um, so that every decision, there's actually a mathematical answer, uh, where it's, it's difficult for people, right? Because they're not used to using, you know, different variables and percentages and things like that. But, you know, in 10 minutes, I mean, someone could learn how to do a lot of that stuff that would make all their decisions much, much easier. And in the poker world, every decision is, you know, there's some sort of math, uh, involved in it. And it's, it's very simple. You learn to do it. And in the business world, almost no one does it. Every decision is, um, kind of emotional based. A lot of them, uh, a lot of them, a lot of people feel fear risk. Um, so they, instead of making a, a logical and mathematical decision, they make an emotional decision based on, um, 
just their initial reaction, which is usually incorrect because initial reactions avoid risk. So Billy, a lot of the listeners, myself included, really do enjoy Texas Hold'em on a lot of levels. So just real quick to diverge off topic, really quickly, what is one thing that listeners who really enjoy Texas Hold'em, they just see that glamorous ESPN, the money's being pushed across the table and that guy has pocket aces and he flips it over. What is one thing that the listeners may not realize about being a professional poker player that is actually realistic? Yeah, I guess the biggest thing is there's a lot of people, a lot of amateur poker players think there's a lot of luck involved. And um, they're not incorrect in, in thinking that there's luck involved, but it's all short-term luck. So um, professional poker players make their money by pushing very small edges, but pushing them over and over and over and over again. And uh, because the amateurs don't realize where they're getting these edges from, you know, different spots where you know uh, an amateur might not bet, but the professional player will bet because they know it's mathematically correct to do so. Um, they'll win in a lot of those spots that the amateurs won't. And so over time, um, all these small edges uh, add up. And so long term, it's not a luck game. But short term, a lot of amateurs see short term luck and they say, oh, this is just gambling or luck. And professional poker players, that's how they make their living off of uh, the amateurs not understanding how they're making the money. And another thing, too, is that these professional poker players, by playing the math and playing the odds, can probably take the highs and the lows more because they're saying, you know what, I'm playing the odds. And they can't blame themselves and just get down on themselves for these big drops. But I don't want to just diverge down that rabbit hole because we could definitely go down there and you're very experienced in Texas Hold'em. You did Blue Fire Poker, which was an incredible success. And we can talk about that later if you'd like to. But before we do, boil down one clear lesson that you learned from these little aha moments that you had that built up over time to that big one. I guess just getting better and better at avoiding emotional response. So whether it's, uh, you know, maybe, hey, I don't want to make this investment because it, it's risky, um, more breaking the math down and figuring out is it is it uh, plus EV or not. And EV is a, is a term a lot of poker players use that um, nobody seems to use it in, in business. It's just expected value. It's just calculating very simple math to see if uh, something's correct to do or not. And uh, So just having you know, having the math and, and knowing what the correct decision is uh, helps me avoid emotional responses to things, which lots of times keep you away from the best decision. Mm, great insights. So, Billy, have you had an I've made it moment? Not really. I guess yes and no. I think every time someone tells me I'm, you know, how well I'm doing, I don't feel like I've made it at all. I feel like uh, you know, I want to I make it a lot more. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm not where I want to be right now, but... Uh, you know, I think one time where I kind of felt that way was uh, shortly after leaving my job after college, um, when I was playing poker professionally and, and you know, just kind of gave it a go. I didn't, uh, I wasn't making a ton of money at poker before that, but you know, studied all the time, hired coaches. And, um, and then, you know, month after month was making, you know, five figures a month living at the beach and just, you know, traveling when I wanted and just kind of, kind of hit me that like, Hey, it's, you know, this is basically you know, a substantially better life by just, uh, just taking a shot. And I kind of felt like it, at some level, um, I kind of made it at that point, at least to setting up my life, how I wanted to live it. So why'd you leave that? I just got bored with the, the day-to-day. I mean, not a lot changes day-to-day with poker. It's just kind of playing cards and, and you know, pushing edges and uh, just trying to beat the next guy at the table. But it gets, you know, it's fun. It's fun if you do it for a hobby. When you do it for a living, it's a little bit different. It's just kind of the same the same thing every day. You just kind of, uh, you know, log on to 
to try and make money and tends to get a little boring after a while. I did it for three or four years full time. So yeah, got, got a little bored with it. So this is just going to be a gut reaction on your part. But if I was to say, Billy, what's your favorite moment of your entire poker career thus far? Boom. What is it? I would say the biggest one was, and it's not that exciting. I, I played online poker. So uh, it was just, I think I stayed up all night one time and played, I don't know, 15 hours straight, 18 hours. I can't remember, but, uh, and it wasn't a ton of money, but it was a ton of money to me at the time. Uh, I think I made seven, 7,000 or 7,500. And this was just a couple months after, after leaving the job. Um, so to make that in one night, it was really, really exciting. <laughs> yeah, I'd say we'll take that. So Billy, we love talking about the journey here at Entrepreneur on Fire and your journey's taken many different pivots and paths and directions. And I love hearing the psychology from a successful entrepreneur like yourself about the journey. What is your philosophy on the entrepreneurial journey itself? I guess the biggest thing is just to enjoy it. A lot of people, after they kind of get to the point where they're very successful, they're not as happy as they thought they would be. And lots of them work very, very, very hard um, to get to that point and kind of pass up a lot of things. And um, on the other hand, I have friends who kind of you know, live the four-hour workweek type lifestyle and kind of do everything they want on a day-to-day basis. Um, and they seem really, really happy. And so <laughs> journey is substantially more fun if you actually enjoy each aspect of it, where a lot of times I know myself, I get caught up in the grind of it sometimes and you don't really have fun for a couple months. And then it's, it's like, why are you doing this if you're not enjoying the journey of it? So Billy, let's move into present time right now. You have a lot of exciting things going on, specifically this e-commerce training site. Really break this down for Fire Nation. Tell us your inspiration behind it, what you're doing and your vision for its future. We actually still don't have a name for this. Um, I think hopefully by the time this launches, we'll, we'll be up and running and have a name and all that. But uh, yeah, it's basically, you know, all the struggles that I had when I was starting the e-commerce stores, um, I realized, you know, this is really hard to kind of figure out from scratch. How do you start an e-commerce store? You know, how do you, how do you find suppliers? How do you, um, you know, how do you, you know, find more products to sell? You know, where do you sell it? Um, how do you get all the traffic you need? Um, there's so many things to think about. And, you know, I even had help from, you know, people I knew who were in e-commerce, uh, I could call them up, but it was still difficult. I mean, you had to Google around for answers. There wasn't one place where you could learn everything you needed to know. Um, so we wanted to create that and basically have something that, um, anything you need to know if you're trying to get an e-commerce store business is like, we'll answer it and we'll answer it in video form and have really, really specific, um, answers to anything you could be thinking about that will make it much easier to get involved. And uh, I see a lot of people who want to have a passive business set up and an e-commerce store business is a great business to do that with, but there's a great barrier to entry because there's just so many hurdles in terms of the education. Um, so we're trying to solve that and just help people who you know want to get started in that business. Love that. Well, it's really exciting, this e-commerce world right now. There's so many different things going on. The barrier to create a digital product and to get it out there in the marketplace and find your audience is so prevalent right now more than ever. It's just exciting. And Billy, what's your vision for the future of this? Honestly, I don't really know. I mean, there's there's no one doing that uh, in this space. Um, right. Basically having a subscription-based you know, video training site. Um, so don't really know, kind of waiting to see you know, how the launch goes. Um, we're in talks with a lot of companies about, you know, potential partnerships and, you know, getting their audience involved. Um, it's, 
it's, it's really up in the air kind of where we take it. I think the, the biggest thing will be the feedback of customers and kind of what they want, um, what they need most. And we'll basically just try to make it happen for them. I am definitely looking forward to tracking that progress. It's something that I'm a big backer of, a big believer of, the digital products and anything to make that easier and to train people on it. I'm behind because we live in such an exciting world right now, Fire Nation. I just can't say enough about it. Now let's chat 99designs. Why are you looking in that corner for that graphic designer, silly? I already told you, I know just where you can go to connect with over 210,000 designers, 99designs.com slash fire. At 99designs, you'll start out with a complimentary design consultation with their San Francisco design team. Then you'll be in direct contact with the designers who are working on your project so you can give them your feedback and they'll refine their designs until you're satisfied. 100% money-back guarantee. And check this out. They've had over 100,000 design products pass through their doors. Their team specializes in everything from logos to apparel designs, even mobile app designs. To start your next design project today, visit 99designs.com slash fire and get a $99 power pack of services for free. That's 99designs.com slash fire. On your mark, get set. No, no, no. That's all wrong. We're supposed to be taking a time out to thank our sponsors today, LegalZoom. Now you know how big I am on the just start mentality, and LegalZoom is here to help you do just that. Get started. That's why they offer award-winning services at an affordable price. LegalZoom services have been developed by the best legal minds in the country, and every business they engage with gives personalized attention from start to finish. Here's a quick disclaimer. LegalZoom is not a law firm and provides self-help services at your specific direction, but there's so much more. Now, every LLC and incorporation package includes an easy-to-use business accounting software, a $269 value for free. Be sure to enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout. FIRE Nation, I urge you to protect what's yours and just start today. Visit LegalZoom.com and enter the code FIRE. So Billy, we've now reached my favorite part of the show. We're about to enter the lightning round, and this is where I get to provide you with a series of questions, and you come back at us, Fire Nation, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan? Sounds good. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I'd say, for the most part, nothing. Um, I've, I've been an entrepreneur since I was a teenager. Um, the, the one thing after college, you know, when I got a job for a couple of months, I think just the peer pressure of... You know, everyone saying, "Hey, you got to get a job. Just, you know, just get a job." Um, I caved, and but finally came to my senses a couple months later, and just, uh, yeah, I've been working for myself ever since. What's the best advice you've ever received? I don't know where I heard it, but uh, learn from those you aspire to be like, and ignore everyone else. Um, I think a lot of people listen to people who aren't where they want to be, and they don't understand why that's not getting them where they want to go. Right, so. makes so much sense when you say it, Billy. <laughs> What's something that's working for you right now? I guess the biggest thing, and it's still a work in progress, just clearing my plate of anything that's not uh, my main focus. And so uh, something specific I did recently was I sold off a lot of the e-commerce stores that I owned. I owned maybe 15 to 20 of them. Wow. Uh, sold a bunch of them off because it just wasn't, you know, they weren't my core focus. And so it was hard to, you know, run, run a poker company, run an e-commerce training company, run all the stores, you know, try and blog. Um, and it was, it was just too much. So, um, yeah, just trying to do a better job clearing my plate and I've 
already noticed a substantial difference in uh, you know, not having so much to run. Um, it's helped a lot. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners? I just started using Evernote like a week ago, and that's I think the first maybe the first thing I've really used. I mean, I don't I don't have any apps or tools that I use, and I, I probably really need to start. It's uh, probably much more efficient if I found some more stuff. <laughs> All right, we'll give you Evernote. So, Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we mentioned in today's episode by going to entrepreneuronfire.com slash Billy Murphy or just eofire.com. Click the podcast tab and all of the archives will be waiting right there. If you could recommend one book for our listeners, Billy, what would it be? My friend uh, MJ, I think you had him on, MJ DeMarco wrote oh, yeah. uh, The Millionaire Fast Lane. Um, and he's, he's someone I actually... I've known him for years. Um, I was reading his stuff probably seven, eight years ago on Rich Dad forums back in the day. Um, so I've, I've known about him for a while. Um, and he just, you know, he's somebody that uh, says things really well on, you know, what it means to be an entrepreneur, um, how to make money. And I feel like he does a really good job of um, kind of simplifying a lot of things for people. I love that book. I love MJ. He was an amazing guest. For anybody that wants to listen to that episode, entrepreneuronfire.com slash MJ DeMarco. He shares some incredible insights. And Fire Nation, if you haven't already, you can get the audio version of this book for free by going to eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. So Billy, this next question is my favorite, but it's kind of tricky. So take your time, digest it, and come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? I would spend the next seven days basically networking like crazy, um, meeting everybody and kind of learning who's who. Um, And I think that would that would help. I mean, once you have the knowledge, um, if you have the network as well, it's, it's really hard not to be successful. Love that. It always comes back to the network, building relationships, connecting with people, such powerful stuff. And Billy, your stories today were really powerful. Thank you for sharing them. And give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance. Share how we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye. Don't fear risk. You know, just kind of break stuff down logically and mathematically. And if it makes sense to do something, just do it. Don't, don't, think, uh, don't think too hard about risking something. It's really not you know, a lot of small risks throughout the, throughout the journey is not really that risky. Um, uh, people can find me on foreverjobless.com. Um, and we, don't, we still don't have the, the e-commerce training set up. But by the time this airs, I think we'll probably have something up on uh, Forever Jobless there. Well, I'm sure that Billy, in all of his wisdom, will send me the link. So Fire Nation, <laughs> it will be on the show notes page, entrepreneuronfire.com slash Billy Murphy. Sounds great. Yeah, no, thanks a lot for having me on. I appreciate it. Well, Billy, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, your experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. All right. Thanks, John. Listen. Discover. Share your ambitions. Express your feelings. Capture what matters. 
Open the world of audio. The world of audio. Where everything is made to amaze. Music Radio Creative. Music Radio Creative. Music Radio Creative. Music Radio Creative. Thank you for joining us at EntrepreneurOnFire.com. Your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.